It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. Somebody asked me this question. A friend of mine said, Simon, do you think if you can't be by yourself, if you can't live alone, you are qualified to be with somebody else and live with somebody else? And that's a good question, right? If you can't be by yourself, can't spend time by yourself and always need the presence of somebody, do you actually think you are qualified to be with that somebody or not? So I said this, I said, listen, uh, takes two to tango. So I guess if two people have the same kind of need for constant company and can't be by themselves, it will work. But you can't put somebody who likes to be by themselves and are okay by themselves with somebody who don't like to be by themselves. Because here's how it goes. If you don't like to be by yourself, you don't really like yourself. And then that's a different situation. So um, that's, that's where I stand. There was a deep question, really. How can you be with somebody if you can't be by yourself? Good question. Uh, back to you and your calls, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, don't stay alone with it. Just, just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? So I just got out of a two-and-a-half-year-long relationship, and I wanted to know how long I should wait before it's okay to move on. So to that, I have first a question to ask you. How much do you miss and still love your ex? I love him very much, um, but we grew apart, so we just decided to stay friends. So he's not really not in my life anymore, so I don't miss him very much because, yeah. Wait a minute. But do you still ulala with your ex? No. You sure? Yes. Mm -hmm. But do you wish you would be intimate still with him? No. Okay. So you have zero physical attraction for him? Correct. You ready to go? That's the sign. Because, you see, when two people start to be, you know, one having the chemistry in a relationship, that is kind of the chemistry. It's like this, this, this intuition, this energy of desire. Once this is gone, then you are available to engage and to get to know somebody else without regretting, you know, your last partner. So really, anytime you're out of a relationship and you say, do I wish I would be able to spend the night with my ex? And I say, yes, then you're not ready to move on. Every time you say, ah, oh, I don't want to spend any night or any minute or any ulala with them or with her, you're good to go. All right. So Jen, you go for it. Thank you, Simon. You are welcome, Jen, and have a good night. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Joanna's email because her boyfriend told her something that really confused her and she needs my help to have clarity. So her email is next. So Joanna sent me an email at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour, Simon. My boyfriend told me that he loves me, but he wants to take a break and talk to other girls and then get back together? Listen, I love him, but should I be okay with this kind of plan? Please advise, Simon. Well then, you know, just what would you say if your partner told you they love you, they need a break, see other people and come back to you? Would you say yes to that or no? I'll tell you what I would say next. If you were Joanna and your boyfriend told you that he loves you, but he wants to take a break from you, talk to other girls and then get back together. And you, Joanna, you go, 
Well, I love him, but what is this about? Is, should I go along with that plan? Should you go along with that plan? Absolutely not. Here's the thing. When somebody tells you they love you, but they want to break from you and see other girls, Houston, we have a problem. If it was me, I would say absolutely not. Show him the door and say au revoir, hasta la vista, buenos dias. That's what I would say. So my advice to you is don't accept that and ask yourself, why would I want to stay with a guy who even think of such a pervert plan? You know my answer to that, absolutely not. But thanks for the email. Good luck and you call the next. Bonjour Patricia. Bonjour Simon. Bonjour Patricia. What's going on with your partner tonight? How can I help you? So the person I'm dating, um, she seems to be relying on her best friend for emotional support more than she does rely on me. Um, mm -hmm. I've tried talking to her about it um, and nothing's really seemed to change though. What could I do to maybe get her to realize she can come to me for support more. So how long have you been with her? I'm a year and a half. Okay. Do you think things have changed progressively like that or from the beginning and the get-go she was going to her best friend and not you? Um, well, so I would say things have changed, um, especially with the pandemic. Um, she uh, actually had to move out west for a little while. Um, mm -hmm. And in that time, I just kind of feel like we've been getting more and more distant. And I'll hear about things that have happened to her like secondhand. Um, and I'll be like, well, why didn't you talk to me? And she's like, oh, well, I already handled it. I talked to, you know, and she'll say her friend, you know, and it won't be me. And so I'll just sort of hear about her issues secondhand. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't always like that. Yeah. So that's interesting. You know her. I don't know. Her. In your intuition, what's the real reason of her not reaching out to you when there's a problem like that between you guys? What is it? Honestly, it just kind of feels like she's pushing me away. Okay. I guess. But do you feel that's the case? Do you think the guys are kind of like spreading out, like you're like like getting away from each other slowly but surely because of all that? I mean, I feel like that. I mean, I, I'm trying to, at least on my end, I'm trying to close that gap that I feel widening, but I just kind of feel her going farther and farther away. But when I bring it up, she doesn't seem to, you know, she's like, no, you're fine, babe. Like, we're, we're good. All right. I have the solution for you, though. The okay. solution I have for you, Patricia, is distance. I would like you to take distance from her. I want to see if she's going to come back and starting to say what's wrong so you can have a decent conversation without any unspoken. But let's mm -hmm. see if she misses you first. So don't go after her. Don't make any effort. Don't engage first in texting. Step back and let's see if she misses you, how much she misses you, and how much she loves you. We are ready, you and I, that there's a 50% chance that that's not the case and it will dissolve what you have. Mm -hmm. Or other 50% is that she will miss you a lot and say what's wrong, which allows you then to make your point in a, in a strong position. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I see that. That makes sense. Okay. So okay. don't don't engage her anymore. Let her engage you and let's see what happens. Ooh, okay. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> All right, Patricia. Good luck to you. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go listen to my voicemail because apparently Kaylee has a question about being friends with benefits. So that is coming up next. So please remember, 24-7-365... I'm here through my answering machine. Leave me a message and we'll play it on air. Just like for Kaylee's. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. This is Kaylee. And I was just wondering 
Um, I have a friend with benefits who is very good to me, such a gentleman, and I feel like due to a past relationship, I'm guarding myself up and not opening up to the idea of being something real with this guy. And um, I was just wondering if you had any advice for me to deal with that. Thank you. Kelly, thanks for the voice, mate. It's a good question. Yes. Um, how do you date again? How do you love again? And in your case, when you have a friend with benefits and, you know, you come out of a difficult past relationship, I'll tell you what I think next. So maybe you've been in uh, Kelly's shoes. You know, she left me a message saying, you know, how can I kind of open to love and dating? I have this gentleman in a friend with benefits situation. He's really good to me, but because past trauma, past relationship and all that, I don't know, you know, should I open myself to love again? How do I know that? And how do you do that? Well, it's, Kelly, it's very simple. You go with your intuition. Uh, women's intuition, I'll never say enough, is 100% right all the time. Don't rush it. Don't push it. Don't hold it. If you feel it, do it. If you feel it's time to open up again, you are ready. If you're not, respect your intuition, respect the process and time. And in the meantime, enjoy the wonderful gentleman in which you have a friend with benefit situation. It's not a bad position to be in. That's my advice. One step at a time, you cause the next. Bonjour, Christina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Christina. What's up? What's going on? Well, um, I'm seeing this really great guy. He works in media, and actually I work in media too. So right. with everything that's going on now, all the craziness of coronavirus and everything, you know, mm -hmm. we, we both like got a normal situation, would be able to get like really great concert tickets and all kinds of opportunities to see like great shows and stuff. And, and now we can't because there's nothing going on. There's no music. There's no shows. There's no, there's no nothing. So uh, whenever we get a chance to get together, we're just kind of doing boring things and, you know, like seeing movies and or watching movies and, you know, just chit-chatting and when we really want to, like, go have adventures. So we're not really sure what to do. Well, and I get that. I mean, it's, you're not the only one in that boat. I think there's millions of us, whether we're single or in relationships. But here's the thing. Um, how's the chemistry between the two of you right now? It's, it's, we have amazing chemistry. So why don't you take this chemistry, take road trip outside, and make ooh-la-la destination with picnics and dinners in, in the mountains, in the wood, in the forest, by the ocean where there's nobody, and you make it like a destination. Because I think that inside the house or the condo or whatever, I mean, there's not much more you can do, right? It's like it's after so much time together. But outside, the world is like so many places to discover. So I think by making a romantic destination with picnic, ooh-la-la, and other things in places we've never been, views we've never seen, sounds we've never heard, it's exciting. It does sound exciting. Yeah, I love. we both love the ocean. Here we go. So if yeah. you live somewhere by, you take a road trip, you organize, you look on Google Earth where to find it, and you go see you know, sunset or sunrise and... And so you create once a week or twice a week, you know, a destination that is safe, and then you two can go wild and crazy. That sounds like a great idea. I'm I'm, I'm single, and I've you know, obviously I'm not dating during COVID. But if I was with a girlfriend, I would look forward to do that myself. Yeah, I'm loving that. I think I'm going to pass that along to him. Maybe he can uh, we can um, kind of powwow and come up with some good ideas. 
Oh, you know it. You know it. Thank you so much, Christina. Good luck to you guys and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Talking about being bored at home and what you should do. Let me let me let me talk more about that. Let's let's share experiences and stories. Coming up next. So, true story. Uh, I went to the Cleveland Clinic the other day for nothing big, just a little treatment of of, of uh, muscular. So nothing to worry about. But anyway, so some of the nurses there do the night shift. They, they listen to the rendezvous, just like you. And uh, one of them asked me a question. She said, you know, like. Uh, me and my husband, it's the same thing, you know, we both work in medical field, but what should we do to keep it spicy and exciting, Simon? What do you suggest? And I really, I want to say, it. I've used that sentence, and it's like, outside, it's America. I mean, every excitement you can have, still safe, is also outside. And I mean by that, that whether you have bicycles, whether you walk, whether you have a car, or, you know, or, or a wagon, or whatever you have, this country is so beautiful, big and wild and savage that there's so many woods, forests, and why not engage in those things we do in, you know, in, in our 20s? And I said that to her, said, yeah, I said, I want you to think wild and crazy just like you were 20 years old. She said, but I'm 41. I said, but your mind, your emotions are still 20s. You just have to bring back this wildness. So let me share something I've done next. If you're listening to me now in your car, can you say to yourself yes to this question? Have you ever made out or made love ulala in your own car? Yes or no? And I posted that. I'm going to post that on social media. You can vote when you go home. And then remember the fun of being with your partner and hop ulala wherever you decided to. So please don't forget that energy. What I call the energy of the youth, la, la belle energy, the beautiful energy of life and love and being spontaneous. Just respect the laws. I'm not saying break the law. I'm saying there's many roads that lead to many woods and mountains and just... And I remember when we were spontaneous in our early 20s. Right? Remember that? Oh, the good old days. You know what I mean. So if you ever feel bored with your partner, please, outside... Well, there's nobody. That's my advice. You know, you gotta be wild sometimes. You call the next. Bonjour, Kevin. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kevin. So I understand you have a lovely story from way back when, when you were stationed in Germany. Tell me what happened then. I, I do. So I was, and I was just thinking about it the other day, and and I, I wanted to share it. I was, it was my my last night in Germany. I was about to come back to the states. I was being restationed and uh there had been a local shop girl in the town mm -hmm. where I, li I lived in germany uh that i had kind of had a just a mild flirtation with for the entire time i was there mm -hmm. and i just got back from a tour of duty and you know I, I and so i asked her i was like hey what are you doing tonight i'm leaving tomorrow do you want to hang out so we ended up having drinks we had dinner and she said i want to show you something Mm -hmm. So we went to, she took me up this like long winding road up to this hill. Um, and this was in, this is in the Rhineland Falls region of, of Germany. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And we sat in the ruins of an old, an old castle, uh, mm -hmm. like not a castle, but like, you know, an old something like that, like old ruins and sat there overlooking the Rhine uh, while the sun came up and it was, 
to this wow. day one of the most romantic things I've ever experienced. I just I can't I, I love the Wine River is just insane. It's like one of those beautiful river in, in, in Europe and, and I would just want to ask you, how did that make you feel? Oh, I I mean to to this day it still makes me feel warm all over. Like it's it's and that moment was just wonderful and beautiful. It, it was it was in the yeah, it was in that part of uh near Wiesbaden and Mainz, like that part yep. of the Rhine. I know Germany, I have friends there. Well, listen, glad you shared that with me and with us. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Thank you, Sam. So, question for you. Do you think your parents set a good example for a healthy, loving relationship? We'll talk about that next. Do you think your parents set a good example for a healthy, loving relationship? Do you think our parentals... <laughs> have really this influence on us to kind of show us what's good, what's bad, what works, what doesn't, what's the rules, yes or no. I post it on my social media. Check it out, at Rendezvous Radio. It's always fun and accurate, by the way. So thank you for voting. 39% of you voted yes. I believe my parents set a good example for a healthy, loving relationship. Although 61% of you voted no, I don't think my parents set a good example for a healthy, loving relationship. And that's, um, that's a big number. An interesting number, 61% of you voted no. My parents did not set up a good example of what was a healthy, loving relationship. Interesting. Thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Thank you for being with me every night. Really appreciate it. Stay safe. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.